Hey, good afternoon. This is Mike Marshev, and as you might have guessed, yes, this is another, another, the next, an additional episode of Mike Up Marshev and what I have to say about certain topics. I think we're going to take a little change of pace this week. I was reviewing uh, uh, some notebooks, some old notebooks of mine, and I picked one up called Customer Service Developing the Competitive Edge. And it went on to say techniques and strategies. In this particular program, get a load of this, this particular program was uh, delivered uh, thanks to Discover Card. They were the sponsor back then, Discover Card Services. And it was uh, presented in Phoenix, Arizona on March 7th. There you go, March 7th. You don't have to take these notes down. March 7th, 1992. 1992. Uh, that's about eight, that's almost 30 years, 30 years ago. Holy cow, almost 30 years ago. Well, in any event, let's cut to the chase. I flipped over to page 13. And there on page 13 was a list of human needs, what people are looking for. And we're going to talk about customer service today. But rather than, than just give people what we think, from playing from our song sheet. Well, you know, it's the old saying, treat other people like you want to be treated. Well, that was called the golden rule. And the platinum rule superseded the golden rule many years ago. The platinum rule now dictates a good relationship. And the platinum rule says, treat other people the way they want to be treated. And that makes so much sense to me. Treat people the way I want to be treated. Yeah, I get it. But treat people the way they want to be treated. And if you want a little tongue-in-cheek cliche, it's when in Rome, do as the Romans. You can, you can walk into Italy and say, hey, I want to be treated like I want to be treated, like an American. But no, we don't do that. We adapt to the environment. We adapt to the, uh, the Roman environment. How, how do people receive people in Rome and in Italy? And what are their customs? And we adapt ourselves to their customs. It's not being wishy-washy. It's being smart. It's being intelligent. So, here are a couple of needs that are listed that make sense. They made sense back then. They make sense today. They'll make sense 200 years from now. And they made sense 200 years ago. And the first one is the need to feel welcome. The need to feel welcome. When you walk into your place of business, when you walk into somebody's home, when you walk into their immediate environment, do they look you in the eye? Do they smile at you? Do they make you feel like you came to the right place? A lot of people, I've been in a lot of stores, they don't look at you, they don't talk to you, they don't acknowledge you, they don't do anything. And that doesn't make me feel welcome. And that's a human need. We all want to feel welcome. The next one on the list was need for timely service. Now, you can be a really nice person and you can be really busy. But what I care about is my problem, my situation. So I'm in need for timely service. And if you can't deliver that timely service, let me know. Don't, don't lead me on. If you can't get to me, let me know. I'll get it. I'll go get my service somewhere else if I can, or I'll decide to wait for you. But my need is I want to be responded to quickly uh, rather than later. My brother called me up. He's a, a mechanic in upstate New York. He has so much on his plate. Some guy called him up with an emergency and called me up and said, Mike, how do I handle this? Well, he could not give this person timely service. 
So I said, well, tell him, be straight up front that you can't take his business. You wish you could. You want to. He's a nice guy. You're a nice guy. But you, you just can't get to him. And people will, they won't, they won't necessarily like your answer, but they'll respect your answer. The need to feel comfortable is number three. Feel comfortable. Can I get you, can I get you a glass of water? Can I get you a cup of coffee? Uh, can I take your coat? Can I get you a blanket? Can I get you a pillow? Make people feel comfortable adhering to their specific needs at the time, and you'll go a long way towards establishing a meaningful relationship. Uh, not only timely service, the next one is the need for orderly service. I want you to know your business. I want you to know what you're doing. Uh, if you had to put a label on it, it's called the friendly zoo. Really nice people, fun to be around, quick with a joke, but they don't know what they're doing. And when it comes to business, not only do I want timely service, I want to know that you know what you're talking about. I want to feel comfortable, there you go, that I came to the right place and that you can really help me and that you will help me in a timely fashion. The need to be understood. I want you to understand my position, where I'm coming from, what I need, what I want, what I wish, what I hope. I want you to understand my situation. And the only way that'll happen under this customer service umbrella we're talking about today is that if you listen to me, if you listen to me, Get me talking and then listen to me. Actively listen to me. Don't just look at me. Don't just smile. Don't just nod. But really work at understanding where I'm coming from. There's the need for people to be understood. The need to receive help or assistance. Okay, that's, I think that's almost a double. That's like the orderly service and timely service. To receive help and assistance that when I need somebody, I want somebody there. Uh, I think that's one of my, my selling strategies to travel professionals is, that, hey, what differentiates me from anybody else? When you call me, I will answer the phone. You know, you, you're calling me for a reason, not because you have nothing to do. So obviously you have a reason to call and I will answer my phone. I'll tell you if I can help you and I'll tell you if I'm not in position to help you. The need to feel important. Everybody needs to feel important. I don't care who you are. I think it was Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra said this. It made a lot of sense to me. If, if you notice back in the, uh, in the day, if you look at some of his tapes, when Frank sang, he always had a tuxedo on. And they asked him, he said, how come, Frank, you always have a tuxedo on? And he said, he said well, if I was going to sing in front of a king or a queen, I would have a tuxedo on. And Therefore, I'm going to treat everybody in my audience like they are a king or a queen, and I'm going to dress in like fashion. I think that makes a lot of sense. Everybody likes to feel important. So, so there you go. Make fe people feel important. Ask them for their opinion. Listen to them. Make them feel comfortable. Make them feel like they're the most important person in the world. If somebody walked into your office uh, some big shot, I don't know, I, I, I don't know what that means, but let's say some uh, dignitary, I don't know, and, and he was going to spend millions of dollars, you would treat them in a certain fashion that maybe you wouldn't treat just anybody the same way. So everybody wants to feel important. That's a need. The need to feel appreciated. I can give my business to a lot of people. I can spend my money a lot of ways, but I choose you. 
And if you don't appreciate my business, if you don't appreciate my friendship, if you don't appreciate my relationship, I'll go find somebody who will. What I'm driving at there is a very, very sincere and genuine and an appreciative thank you. Not only verbally, but also in perhaps the written word, the thank you note card. But not just the the rubber stamp. I'm not talking about the rubber stamp Christmas card. I'm talking about I really appreciate you and the way you help me feed my family. And that's the way I use it when I, uh, when I write back to people who hired me at the end of the year or whenever I thank people. I say, listen, thank you for helping me feed my family because that paycheck, that's exactly what it did. It helped me feed my family, and that's very important to me. The need to be recognized and remembered. Wow. Most people I bump into say, boy, I'm really bad at names. Okay? Well, work at it. Don't just slight it off as, hey, everybody's bad, I'm bad, okay, I'm part of the club. If you're bad at names, I want you to work at getting better at names. Find a hook. Look at the person and see something on their body that reminds you of something that maybe you watch on television every day. Maybe it reminds you of a sports figure that, that you, 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 uh, you, high, you feel uh, you put in high esteem. Find something about that person to help you remember their name and we can recognize them. And here's part two. If you do forget their name, don't not ask them again. Most people will say, oh yeah, but I should know his name. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Well, don't be embarrassed. You forgot his name. Listen, I, I have a brain, brain freeze. Can you just help me with that, your name again? And I promise I'll never ask you again. Just, that's, more, that's flattering. I want to know you. I want to know your name. I will ask you again because I want to know your name. And the last one on my list was the need for respect. Respect. And that is, oh, let me just turn that up there. The need for respect. Uh, everybody needs it. Everybody wants to feel important. Everybody wants to be acknowledged. Everybody wants to be remembered. That's what people want today in the world. And you, as a service provider, in a very important piece of the puzzle, the vacations, vacations and business travel, very, very important, you are in position to give people what they want. And when you give people what they want, they will reciprocate, number one, in, very, in most cases, they will, not every case, but in most cases, they will reciprocate and the relationship will move on to the next level. So, in repeat fast, going back you, you, like 90, 1992, a long time ago, just as valid today, the need to feel welcome, time for, the need for timely service, the need to feel comfortable, the need for orderly service, the need to be understood, the need to receive help or assistance, the need to feel important, the need to be appreciated, the need to be recognized or remembered, and the need for respect. Those are the big 10 and I thought I'd have time to go on to another piece of this uh, program, but maybe I'll just hold it on till next week. And let's see, what am I going to talk about next week? Uh, I had it here in a minute ago. Hold on and see if I can flip to that page. Oh, yeah. Next week, I think I'm going to talk about why customers, under the customer service umbrella, I guess we'll call it part two, why customers are often difficult. I ask people in my programs, how many people like customers? Ah, oh, we love our customers. How many people have customers you don't like? And they all raise their hand. And the reason why you don't like them is because uh, 
for some reason, they're difficult. And next time around, next uh, Mike Up Marsha, we're going to talk about 10 reasons why some customers, good people, nice people, fun people, but why sometimes they can be difficult to work with. We'll dissect that next week. So until then, this is Mike Marshev. Thanks for tuning in today, and I will catch you in next week's uh, episode of Mike Up Marshev. Bye.